Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back to Smoking the Smoke and Mirrors podcast, your destination for the latest in streaming and movie news and reviews. We are your hosts, Rob, Dave, and Triz. Today, we cover the final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers. Who Jenna Ortega is choosing to work with again? What movies Will Smith is starring in? Why Jessica Chastain is seeing monsters? HBO's next big movie? John Favreau's opinion on the original Star Wars trilogy? And why you gotta watch Top Gun Maverick? If you haven't already? And the fate of the shrinking series. Now let's start the show. Smoke and mirrors, guys! Welcome to the movie factory. Ooh, so exciting, isn't it? Trust me. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Ferocious, aren't I? I'm trying to put Tiger Bomb on this jungle's nuts. Who on your eyes, pig? Hey, motherfucker. You're not gonna die, you bitch. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Now you wanna get nuts? Come on! Yes! Yes! Fuck you, too! You're gonna see some serious shit. Alright, so let's jump into these trailers. Um, so our final trailer for Super Mario Brothers, um, nothing is new, really. We've seen most of this stuff before. Mm. Um, there was more Luigi in this trailer, which was cool. Mm. Um, and we get to see him locked up with all of these other guys mm. in what looks like Bowser's uh, dungeon. Yeah. It's mm. kind of scary. Um, yeah. We do get to see like a little bit of a Rainbow Road Mario, like you know, racing on there, which is fire. It's weird yeah. to be on Rainbow Road and not Bowser's Castle because I love that level, unless it's on the way. Because it seems like I, I don't know if they've rescued Luigi already, but it feels like the chase back is like Fury Road. Hmm. That's what that's the vibes that I'm kind of getting is like these Fury Road kind of. It's, this trailer was just like hype. Mm. Yeah. Like even that music, like the dun, 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 but they, they put the, the score to it. They put the fucking drums in there. <laughs> yeah, they, they what's his face did? Uh, Nolan did. Dun, dun, dun. But I'm in, man. So this has got me hyped. This looks great. It does look great. Like, I was just like, you know, I don't know what the internet's talking about. Like, as if you'd want, like, you know, a stereotypical Italian plumber. Let's go. Like, that's racist now, man. You can't be doing that now. Yeah, that's that true. That is low-key racist. Well. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you call it Pedro Pascal's uh, personification of Mario was the best for me. <laughs> yeah. Right, looks good. What's that? I said, shit looks good. Mm. The last trailer that we got was uh, was Yellow Jackets. Finally, a full trailer for Yellow Jackets season two. Man, this looks good. Does man, man, man. So Marty's back. Uh, spoilers, but yeah, Marty's back. <laughs> Shit's going left. Looks like they capture what's her face, uh, Juliet Lewis's character. Um. Did that shit at the end of the first season? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I thought Rose didn't season. watch that last season, the last yeah, episode. No. I thought Rose missed it. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> well, what's his face? That's why I was like spoilers. Because... Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. weird because it looks like she she gets out somehow. The, the girls probably get her out. Um, yeah. It looks like she's explaining to them, like, you know, that Marty is back. Um, there is a whole lot of stuff. It's weird because I always thought that she said that she came home, Linsky's character came home mm. and then had her baby. Well, they, they were out in that wilderness for like 18 months. 18 months. Exactly. Yeah. 
So yeah. like, like how old her, her, her daughter isn't? She's not that much older than her daughter, yeah. Well, her her daughter would need to be six months by the time that they were rescued. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like 16? 16, 17, yeah. Yeah. Um, But what I didn't expect in this trailer was how friendly Lottie is. I thought she was going to be like the overarching villain, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like she's created like this, this, um, what's his face? Like this getaway kind of experience. I think she people kind of who those people are that are coming after yeah. them. And she, I, I always thought that she would be the people coming after them. I don't think she is. I don't think so either, but there is a force. Yeah. Because like, like it's almost like it's, it's attached itself to them. And it's been, like, it's she's, she's trying them. to, yeah. yeah it's been it's almost like she's, start. yeah. Since they and that's what brought the plane there. down. Yeah. Mm. Looks good though. I'm excited, man. This is around the corner. This is next week. Mm. I don't mean. I was hyped. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, Yellow Jacket season two. Go check them hits up. Yeah. If you haven't watched the first season, it's on uh, Paramount Plus. There, it is excellent. <laughs> Worth a watch. Mm-hmm. The only thing about Paramount Plus is that you can't skip the recap. It's the only thing. I'd like to be able to skip the recap. Just jump basic. That episode. should just be, yeah, yeah. All right. So jumping into our casting. So Jenna Ortega is rumored to be playing. Um, so Lydia Dietz's daughter, who is Winona Ryder's character, in uh, Beetlejuice too. So it looks like she enjoyed her her time, sort of you know playing with the uh, star, Burton. working with with Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Playing with Tim Burton when I was like just wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that as well. I like that. I like that casting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Does that mean sure. that she, that, what's her face is back? Winona's back then and she's dead? That'd be cool. If they flip it like that and then that's her entryway into getting Beetlejuice. Mm. Like even even if her mom's like on her deathbed or like I don't know if they're gonna do like an insidious style coma or something like that. You know what I mean? Close mm. to death. Yeah. No, but it'd have to be like uh, uh it's weird to think, but Alec Baldwin and what's his face's characters, Gina Davis's characters, it'd have to be the same, yeah. Yeah. And she would have to there's no way that she's gonna her mom's gonna tell her about Beetlejuice because I mean you could tell a child that they're gonna be saying that all the time. Mm. Yeah. Just free him, right? Maybe um, yeah. 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 Maybe it's that you know the the set that Baldwin makes, maybe she still got that locked away like she couldn't get rid of it. And then General Ortega runs into that and she's like, What's all this about? And then Ryder's obviously just telling her, like, don't worry about it. Go play fucking games or something like that. <laughs> mm. And then, like, you know, she gets stuck into that world or maybe something happens to her, like a young yeah. girl, and she becomes the spirit. I'm I'm hoping that it's a, it's a star vehicle for General Ortega mm. and Winona Ryder, like a team-up movie, mm. that they both kind of work with each other. Because no doubt... There's probably also some like mother daughter issues that they're going to work through during the film as well, which is like the flavor. But I don't, I don't mind that if they actually make the emotional stakes worth it. Because if yeah. it's bullshit and it's just like that, that surface style crap, keep it. <laughs> you know what would be cool if he was like, you know, if her father was like a deadbeat dad, mm. and then if what's his face, he, you know, something happens to him. And then he's like, he, she can see him in the house. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like the ghosts, like the Gene Davis and whatnot. Cause then you can unpack all that. And yeah. And he's not the deadbeat dad. Not the deadbeat dad. Yeah. That'd no, be fire. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you could, you could, if that's the story, you can see why Winona Ryder's not, att- not attached yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so wild. Winona Ryder just fucking taking these fucking haymakers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would, 
I'm I'm waiting for a trailer or a synopsis or something mm. to mm. sort of set the scene. Because I like the casting. This was set yeah. up at HBO Max like ages ago, I thought. But it was Hawaiian. It was Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Mm. Jesus. Yeah, I don't. it was for the longest time too. Like for 10 years, there was a placeholder for Tim Burton to direct Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Mm. I like that though. Like I, I do like that because then we can get all of the um, like we we'd be able to see the Hawaiian sort of underworld, and yeah. then if they move, we get to see like you know I don't know the Irish underworld or something like that. Because it's different. Cool. We all see different things. Yeah. Just see BJ Penn choking Beetlejuice. <laughs> that that that'd be it. We we glimpse that sort of with the. Um, the shrunken heads and whatnot. That's all PNG and stuff like that. And mm, yeah. New Guinea for you uninitiated. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we glimpsed that a little bit, but it's, it's there. It's there already. They just need to flesh it out. Hopefully nice. Beetlejuice is still the most hated O in the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> like he just needs to be that dick. That's just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We, we don't fucks with him. Like he's, like, <laughs> he's just there. And uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> saying the names. Dropping the memes. All right. Uh, so moving on to On the Radar. So after the massive debut of Creed 3, it has opened up so many possibilities within the Creed world massively. So Amazon, who owns MGM, is looking at justifying that $8.5 billion purchase, which I think is overpriced. But anyways, um, so they're looking at developing an anime with a companion live-action TV series possibly surrounding Adonis's daughter, Amara. Hmm. Now, this is wild. So um, what they've also got in the fire, and we know this because like, we reported on it a while back, is the Drago movie, which I really didn't actually want until I seen Creed 3. Mm. And that dynamic between them, I like that. Because mm. Drago wasn't like, you know, ha, let's be friends. He was like, I'll still fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> I still got <laughs> smoke for you. <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, Eddie threw in the towel, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> It's always that for your daddy. Dad in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Dad. Shut up, little dude. <laughs> Easy, A1. Easy. <laughs> um, so what's popped back up on the radar? We didn't, like, I thought it dropped off the radar, but it's back up there. Is Will Smith has signed up for Bad Boys 4. So after his NAACP award for um, Best Feature Film for Emancipation, uh, it seemed to have propped him up just a little bit. So we know that he signed up for Bad Boys 4 after the announcement video. But what's come back up is Fast and Loose. Yeah. So remember, David Leach was attached, and then the slap happened. Mm. And then shit just kind of died, and Leach kind of left. But it looks like the project is still alive and well. So sans Leach, mm. but we could get another director in there. I don't know if it will will get the same sort of like you know treatment as a wood with with a leech attached, <laughs> but uh, like we'll we'll see because Will Smith is still getting paid twenty five million a pop for these movies. Yeah, let's hope he draws the crowd to justify it. Oh man, the house you like he's got enough on his plate. <laughs> If this is good, uh, good and ready to go, Stahelski will jump on this. Yeah. And if they've been working with David Leach already, what's-his-face is involved already as well, 8711. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I haven't seen Stahelski move on another project except for John Wick, though. No. That's the only thing. Yeah. It's, it's always been in, like, some sort of producer capacity or whatnot. Mm. If I see him, like, move more in the future... Well, maybe, maybe with him talking about it, like what we said last week, maybe him doing all these other films is helping him to do that as well. You know what? That would expand his experience with working with a major, major star. Like Keanu Reeves is major. Don't get me wrong, 
But Will Smith is on another level. So yeah, it's different. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's yeah. very, very different. Yeah. Because as soon as you throw Will Smith in there, you also get the budget. It's not like he's going, yeah, I'll give you uh, $40 million to do this picture. No, it's a $200 million movie. Yeah. I'd love to see Will going through that training, that three-month training or whatever, how long it is. Because even seeing Oscar Isaac going that through that. Been in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Be so good. Mm. And lastly there, Misha Green who was attached to Lovecraft Country and also the Tomb Raider sequel, Mm. is going to write and direct an adaptation of the 22-minute short film called I Am Not Alone. Sorry, short story. It's a short story by Chris Hicks with plans in place for this to be a star for Jessica Chastain. Mm. So the story centers around the mother of a young daughter whose life unravels when she suffers unbearable migraines that cause her to hallucinate creatures. This is fucking scary. She yeah. is soon forced to defend her family against a threat only she can see. That's wild. Because that can that can play like the crazy card, or it can be like, oh wait, telling the truth. And depending yeah. on the perspective of the movie, that can be a wild fucking movie. Yeah, this could be Shutter Island on another fucking level. Mm. We always see these movies from the other person's POV. Yeah. Yeah. Never from the person that's going through it. Yeah. This Unless it's like a take shelter or something like that. Yeah. True. But that wasn't really crazy. Wasn't he? I haven't watched the movie. <laughs> no. He he was justified in the end? At the end, I'm pretty sure that that tornado comes through and decimates. Fucking well, all right. Yeah. I'll, th- I'll throw it on. Give a little watch there. No. Michael Shannon Love. <laughs> Shan love um, But yeah That's it I'm looking forward to those man Even the Will Smith stuff mm, Yeah Talk to me about a fucking bad boys Or a fucking Action movie there With old Willy Big Willy That bad boys a little Toned down a little bit You know what I mean uh, Comedy wise yeah. or, or the action style the Action style because they tried to go bay. I think they need to develop their own little style there. They, they do. They go bay and it just doesn't work for them because, like, Michael Bay is the only person who can do that and make it work. Yeah. He knows how to yeah. cut it and block it and all that stuff properly. What's his yeah. face? They don't. Yeah. I also don't like it when they go high tech and they pull shit like the sidecar with the minigun on it. Mm. To me, that's that's not that's not bad, boys. No. They just mm. need to have their handgun. That's it. You don't want to be jumping off trucks of fucking missiles and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, <coughs> you can have over the top action, but you just need to ground that over the top action. Yeah. Yeah. They don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving into our news and development. So, um, Dungeons and Dragons <clears throat> actually premiered at the South by Southwest Festival. And the reviews that have been coming out, while there might not be enough to actually have like a proper score, they seem to be really positive. Everyone seems to be enjoying this either from like a gamer's perspective or just from watching the film itself. They seem to be enjoying this. So that's pretty cool. I'm actually not minding the look of this movie. Like it's still, some bits look a bit dry, but I'll still watch this. Maybe not the movies, maybe digital. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that excited for it. And Mm. eight reviews even if variety is one of them, but whatever. Like eight reviews is not reflective <laughs> of the general audience. Oh, no. yeah. 100%. We've seen I'll let them cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. So Bob Iger, uh, he was recently having a chat and he was um, approached about Star Wars as well as Marvel IPs, right? So when he was speaking about Marvel and like the future for Marvel, he was like, we have roughly 7,000 characters. 
you know, done of the days where we're going to have three or four possible sequels for the one character. We're actually going to start breaking that down and making it a little bit smaller as well, which is completely understandable considering the, like the amount of people they are going to go through as well and all the talent that they do bring from these comics too, which is good. But then speaking on Star Wars, it was a little bit different as well. So they were saying with, you know, seven, eight and nine being released under their brand, you know, it, it came out to very big commercial success. Well, I think very much the opposite for some of these. Um, he was like, yep, those were a massive success. And then we pushed through with Rogue One, which was a success, but then Solo wasn't as great. So we decided to like, you know, pull back a little bit and we're looking to rework that plan as well. There's still going to be Star Wars movies in the future, but nothing right now. What I, um, what I liked about what Iga said was... It wasn't an issue of quality from Solo's part. It was the cadence in which they released it. Mm. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with that because they were just trying to, like, like Star Wars overload you. But um, that newness in Marvel, it's a big risk. But I almost like the direction of the newness because they don't know what to do with their characters after the second movie. Yeah. 100%. It's... um. It's very much like the the business life cycle. You got to just reinvent once it's hit the stale part. Can't just heat up that bread all the time. <laughs> if they're tracking, if we're going with their track record so far, like we're we're getting that all all female Avengers movie like next. Yeah, when you think about it, yeah, then start introducing like you know some male stars into this this shit soon because. So on top of we, that, we, we buy the tickets. We, we do all of that. So, you know, Oh yeah, that's, uh, nah, it's just the, like when you said that, the thing that popped into my mind was apparently some of the delays for the Marvels was due to the clashing of Tiona Paris and, uh, what's her face? Brie Larson on set. Cause Brie Larson was being all deaverish that it was called the Marvels, not Captain Marvel too. Tia, who's that? Uh, what's his face? Tiana Parrish. She was in uh, WandaVision. Oh, Monica uh, Rambeau. Oh, Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. Yeah. I like it her throws better me than uh, Brie Larson anyway. So do Big I. Time. It throws Lot me off more. that that's her in Candyman, eh? Yeah, like yeah. his partner? Mm. She killed him there. Fuck yeah. No. So HBO Max might, may no longer be called HBO Max. So with the, the merger with Discovery Plus they're looking to rebrand completely the title for the HBO max app. So now the leading contender for this will be called max, just max, but it hasn't been solidified yet. It's still going to work out. Yeah. I was not fucking with this from the start. It sounds stupid. So I didn't, I didn't get why Zaslav was like, well, the industry insider that, like sort of blabbed to fucking Bloomberg was like, mm-hmm. cause the HBO name isn't um, as well received in the public anymore. It's HBO. Like you're watching a show every week. That's getting 8.1 million viewers. Plus that's on the day per week on the day you would get even more with the, the, like the streaming views. Those are, those are old TV numbers that they're, they're, they're running up there. Know what I mean? Nobody does that anymore. Nobody. Netflix is happy with a million people watching their content. Yeah. And they're they're calculating it in hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just looks even bigger. Exactly. Mm. And that's a whole fucking season, not one episode. Yeah. HBO is the reason people are coming. It's not because of the streaming service. That needs to be front and fucking center. They need yeah. to drop that fucking Max because that sounds terrible. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it was called HBO Max from the start. Max. Sounds like Pepsi. Badly. <laughs> <laughs> Same color as well. Mm, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. A little bit brighter, uh, but still that same like color. Yeah. I think HBO has a better standing with audiences, general audiences even, and also like, like people who regularly view streaming services than Warner does. 
Well, that, when you look at HBO's track record, you can see why it could like amass a following as well, and it already has. You throw the name HBO out to an older crowd, they're like, oh, sick, The Wire, Sopranos. You throw it out to a newer crowd, Game of Thrones. That's right. Last of Us. Fucking up. It's synonymous with quality. Exactly. That's what they don't get. It's that HBO branding. And that's what people want. Mm -hmm. As soon as you know it's an HBO, ah, it's HBO. So-and-so is doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it's on HBO. Oh, really? Okay, cool. That's right. I'll watch that then. Yeah. That's it. Like, they, that, that, but Zazab needs to stop his bullshit. Like, he needs to, like, put a, like, you know, come out and say, we're not getting rid of the HBO branding. Are you fucking nuts? Like, that's Ooh. all he needs to say. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the dickless exec that, like, pitched it? So we call it, we dropped the HBO, and everyone was like, what the hell? We just call it Max. No. It was that different. That people were like, this is the shit. These guys are like, the name Max is meant to symbolize, like, you know, the <laughs> the joining of the companies, but it's still just the stupidest name. And I bet you they're going to throw in a tagline like, we don't just make TV, we take it to the Max. <laughs> <laughs> Love how it's the THX line. <laughs> for me, for me, all I would have done is just updated the original ad for HBO and just say it's not streaming. It's HBO. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all I need. This is why we need to kick Don Draper out and then just present it. Because the 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 ad is simple. You go four by three yep. with the static into widescreen mm-hmm. onto like a cinema screen and then and it just starts building with a montage of all the fucking shows that they made Treme, fucking sopranos all that shit and it builds up and it fucking crescendos with the fucking dragon spewing fire all over the place yes yes, yes. last of us all oh, see i was just like you know i'm even i'm feeling the tingles just yeah. just thinking of that yeah what do you call it and you know what <laughs> Just watch that be the fucking trailer. Watch it. That'll be the announcement as well. I reckon two months from now, they're going to be like, no, 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 it was a stupid idea. What were we thinking? Cut the check. (laughs) I want $3 million every month. (laughs) Every time someone says HBO, someone's like, but I came up with the name. (laughs) 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 but yeah not a fan um so back to star wars though so favreau was talking to i forgot their goddamn name now um hollywood reporter yeah and they were like do you reckon right now we have the environment to re-release the star wars original trilogy to which Favreau like theatrically re-release, and he was like, and what Favreau said, and I love how direct Favreau was with it. He was like, "Do you think anyone else but us would enjoy the OG trilogy right now? Because we've officially hit a point where Star Wars has a different meaning for the newer generations, which makes a lot of sense considering some of the younger crowd got into Star Wars with the Clone Wars. That was their in." The more yep. like, you know, the child side of Star Wars, not child side, but the animated side. Yeah. And then he begins to speak about the Mandalorian, how he tried to make the best of both worlds with that show to give you the old, but also support the new with it too. Yeah. So good, man. See what he's saying with it. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I, I myself, enjoy the initial special editions that came out of the original trilogy. Yes. Yeah. I, and like, while, while I'll always sort of love star Wars and I'll always, like, I'd even watch the, the unedited original trilogy. Like for me, I grew up on the special edition trilogy that came out the first one, not the one where like, you know, they, they added special effects in the no and all that shit. Don't appreciate mm. that. To me, that's, that's dog shit. But they released both. That's where that's where it's falling down. It's falling down when because they released both. When when you th- it, that was that was a, a special edition tape pack that you could buy, 
with three mm. tapes in there, which was gold, or you got the silver. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm. Which was the, the original, but they had actually, like, you know, redone all of them so that they were on tape and everything, right? Because DVD yeah. was just not out yet. Yeah. They released the DVDs then the exact same way. And it was updated mm-hmm. to HD. Um, that was because they released them on, on Laserdisc. I don't know if you guys knew back in the day. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a Laserdisc player. And then they, what's the story? They did the exact same thing. So when it came to Blu-ray, both times now, people were like, you know, hey, why didn't why didn't we get our original? Like, you know, we, we want the originals because they haven't yeah. been updated. Yeah. Um, but the, the problem here is those OG Star Wars films have not been touched and upgraded and, and rescanned in, in 4K at all since, uh, what's his face? Since the, the DVD. Hmm. So the, the version that you get on those Blu-rays, no, on the DVD is still the tape version, sorry. Hmm. So it's it's it, 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 it's not the tape version, sorry. It's the, the Laserdisc version of those originals. So yeah. it's yeah, it's it's they they need to be sort of restored and whatnot and faulted or something like that because otherwise we lose those versions. Yeah, you'll never right. be able to see those versions again. But it's critical true. media is so important. Yeah, and hopefully with Iger pushing physical media now, yeah, we'll get we'll get something, even yeah. just a record of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine they came back and they just redid the 93 releases? Like, ground up, didn't, like, have all of the new stuff in it? It would be amazing. You know, those might have... Those might have a better sort of restoration process than the What's-His-Face, than the the special editions that we got because of there's no CGI elements in there. It's nothing. And everything, everything practical was captured in film as well. That's right. Yeah. It it looked like Jaws. When you think about it, it looked as good as Jaws, which is for me like the watermark. This is a high watermark right now for restorations. Yeah, um, nothing, nothing gets better than Jaws, especially yeah, yeah. For, for that time period. We've we've seen movies come to four K now within that time period, and it just does not look the same. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, Jaws eventually, is a masterpiece. Yeah, eventually, I'm I'm just build that company. I'll build that company. I'm gonna buy the machinery to do it, and that's all we're gonna do. Is just it properly out of rest- print releases? We'll properly restore them first. Yeah, because we need to get all of that footage in. Like, give me all the reels that you ever had, and then we go scene <laughs> by scene. That'd be unbelievable. That's what you have to do if you want it to look good. That's what you have to do. Get Topher Grace out here. <laughs> I was just about to say, Topher Grace is going to be our main fucking customer. <laughs> Can you cut me a special edition of Star Wars? <laughs> From one to nine. Needs to be an hour and a half long. <laughs> Only seven to nine will be an hour long. That's <laughs> true. 30 minutes. <laughs> and all this other shit happened here. <laughs> Alrighty. So just quickly as well. So filming has officially wrapped on the David Gordon Green Exorcist. So the first one out of the planned trilogy that they have. Mm. So 
they'll start going in. Hopefully we get this for the end of the year. Maybe even like a Halloween release. Do we have time for Halloween release? It is planned. And depending on if they're doing a lot of practical versus special effects. We'll Fucking see. better be practical. Yeah, I hope so too. That's yeah. the hope. October 13th. Yeah, we've got it officially seven months in a day. Hopefully, hopefully this is good though. Like fucking after the house fire that was Halloween kills and ends with David Gordon Green attached, hopefully now that they got the planned trilogy, it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit funny that like his fourth movie that he's ever done is like a, another revival. He wants to it's be kind of been typecast the, revival guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right up. I wonder if it's just like he identifies that he's just cackadoo at making his own like scripts or something or having his own ideas. He's, he's had a really good career in in TV. Mm. Right. Okay. This, this is the guy that did fucking, what's his face? Uh, Baker, Kenny, Kenny Powers and all that. He's bound down. Oh, right. He's one of the creators on there. That's such oh, an shit. original character as well. Yeah. Like it's a wonder he wouldn't try break out and do something original. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so October 13th. That's going to drop this year. So exciting. Um, so radio silence has broke silence about the new escape from New York movie. That's happening. We finally got word. It isn't going to be a reboot. It isn't going to be a sequel, but it is going to be a requel. So they're going to take what they want from escape from New York, all the things that they loved and actually move it into this new fucking movie. I don't know how I feel about it, if I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched Escape from New York in, like, years. The one thing that they can't bring across is the one thing that makes those movies. The snake. True. It's the one thing. Like, it's... The so that, that, sorry, the, the, yeah. the, MacGuffin, the MacGuffin is always trying to get Snake to do what you want manipulating right. him so that you can try and get him to 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 what's this is execute your mission it's the hardest thing to do yep. which is why they have to resort to to viruses and and all this other bullshit um what's his face that's the one thing and like yeah. i don't want snake's son to come through yeah. oh, you know i'm snake's son like dude was like 80, <laughs> 80 years old in the last one like what are we doing here yeah. The man had yeah. a baby when he was like 60 years. No, we're not believing that, mate. Like, what are we doing here? Badly. The requel sounds like they're taking that Scream formula. You know how Radio Silence directed Scream and, like, again, typecasting directors. How do we then take that formula, put a spin on Escape from New York, whatever? Uh. Unless they're sending in someone to go get Snake and he's, like, a small part of the movie. Mm. To me, it's just like leave this property alone. Yeah. No one, no one, like, unless you're surprising the fans and the general audience, the general audience doesn't know what the fuck's going on, but like, mm. unless you're surprising the fans, you're not going to get the support there. Mm. I, I would respect them more if they just said we're rebooting Escape from New York. That's right. Yeah. But, all right, cool. Just reboot yeah. it. It's got nothing to do with the other series, which in theory, yeah. You would want to do the last one ended with Snake literally blacking out the world. That's right. What are you gonna do? You there's no coming yeah. back from that. It'll take two thousand years to develop our technology again. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Fuck it <hell. laughs> I'm sure we'll get more word about this. I wanna see a trailer. That's what I wanna see. I wanna see how this is gonna work out. I just want the synopsis. Tell me what it's going to be about. Like, I don't, like, requel means nothing unless they tell me, like, you know, actually it's Snake Sun. Then I know to check out. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, They'll probably cut it. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be escaped from the world. Like, that's what we, we were expecting. Like, the, we, yeah, we, right. we, we've escaped from New York. We've escaped from LA. It's the two biggest populations on the planet when you think about it. Mm-hmm. We need to escape from this planet now. Like mm. it's the only way we can we can sort of move. Like that, it's it's literally they've been setting it up now, right? So the with him setting off that EMP, the world's gone dark. It's the yep. only way we can get out. 
We have to find it. We found a new planet, but we need to escape from this planet. We need you to take these group of scientists from here to the, the, the launch pad so that we can like, you know, get out of here and the rest of the universe is it's interstellar. The rest of the universe is going to die. <laughs> but you know, these scientists have got like things on board that can jumpstart a new population somewhere. True. Like that's it. You know, when you, when you see, when you think about it, escape from LA finishes, right. And then it's almost like you could make soldier into the fucking, yeah. that's the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Snake shaved his head. Doesn't know what the fuck happened. He's just a killing machine now. Or oh, what's his face? Guardians <laughs> of the galaxy. He like, you know, somehow came with the Moe's and just jump planet to planet. Fucking all these alien bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Snake don't fuck around. Or does he? (laughs) Find out. In the requel, you always wanted. (laughs) In the requel, you never wanted, but you'll probably watch anyway. (laughs) That's the thing. No one's going to watch that. It's such a niche market for like both those films never made that much money. It's the the character that's so, that's like a a cult favorite. Yeah. Yeah, Like they know this movie's not going to make money. I was excited when they said what's his face was going to do it. Gerard Butler. Well, all right, cool. That's cool. Mm. I can do yeah. that. I can jump on board with that. Yeah. Same. You know, should have done this movie was Tony Scott. Damn it. Jesus. That's who should have done this movie. That would have been wild. It would have yeah. been completely different. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been fucking unbelievable. Sometimes still <laughs> waiting on Tony Scott's The Warrior. Mate. Warriors. Even just the concept. But anyways, it's besides the point. <laughs> Ridley needs to just be like, I'll do that movie next. <laughs> if he makes that his last movie, I cry just in the announcement when he's like, I got you, bro. Those would just <laughs> those would be like Brendan Fraser accepting every award for the whale. Yeah. This is my joke. This is my running joke. <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> That's Props so to that. tough, man. Props he, to that. Uh. Brendan Fraser's getting in shape now. He's getting in shape. Oh, really? Better be. I think that mummy is coming quick, fast, and in a hurry. I, I, I just, I just want to see the man working. That's all. Knocked it out the park with the whale. You know what yeah. I mean? He did. He killed the whale. What do you call it? Um, that oh, man was in. Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> That man was in impeccable shape in The Mummy 3. He had abs and a chest and everything, dog. Same with Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, that's true. He just takes his shirt off to dry his shit out. (laughs) (laughs) George of the Jungle, Mandem was was using the loincloth all day, pause. And oiled up. Yeah. Well. (laughs) With a hint of lanolin. Well fit. (laughs) (laughs) Proper fit. (laughs) I know. So, as well as that, once again, we are touching on Top Gun because we need to have at least one piece of Top Gun news every three months. You know what I mean? <laughs> at least. So, 100%. So, Top Gun, um, so obviously when it went to the Oscars and all that, it won Best Action Film and all this other stuff. And Kaczynski was actually speaking on this as well. And he was like, I never ever thought that Top Gun would be an action movie. Top Gun Maverick, to be exact. When he was speaking about the film itself, he was like, even the first one, the first one's a drama that's based around jets. And with the second one, it's something of a story about a rite of passage at a later age for Tom Cruise. He's like, these were never meant to be like, you know, solely action films. There is action in the movie, but every single action piece that we've had actually had a story centered around it. And it was always leading to like drama or emotion. It could be, Cruz and Rooster. It could have been him with Penny. It was him with Val Kilmer when they had the conversation. Mm. It was all these scenes surround it. And when you when you think about it, through that whole movie, he's right. Like it's all about having those emotionally candid conversations throughout the movie as well. Yeah. I mean, I understand what he's saying. To me, it also sounds like Oscar, like, dick wedding mm. <laughs> at the same time, only because he's trying to justify why his movie is there at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And, like, yes, I understand, like, there, there's there's a lot of emotion in Top Gun Maverick, and I love the movie. 
It was, it was one of the best of last year. But for me, it's still it's still an action movie. It's just like it's layered with so much emotion and well thought out characters, beautiful like not beautiful dialogue, but like you know the dialogue is solid, yeah. and it's all believable within the context of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's well thought out, and that's what the original screenwriters of Top Gun went into the original movie with. Yeah, Th- this is that movie where you can actually put the you got hot. like over it because i feel like there was like a lot of emotion in this movie but given the material that man just lost himself a best picture (laughs) it'd be tom cruise's first oscar in a while actually judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. But like. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a drama to win an Oscar. That's his thing. That's, that's this idea. I don't know if it's like he thinks it will not qualify for an Oscar win if it's not called a drama. That's, that's what I think. No, no, I mean. It's like. It will, it's, it is an action movie. The Lord, and that's not a bad thing. The Lord of the Rings won an Oscar for, for the best picture. Like, come on now. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> there was wizards in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was fantasy and it was epic and whatnot, but still. Yeah. yeah. We live in an age where jokers, people that play the joker win oscars yeah like we know like top gun honestly top gun maverick probably is the best film of the year if i'm thinking about it it is it, it, it's the it film, legitimately is yeah it's the film that literally made that that brought back film from from the <laughs> pandemic if they're gonna stand up and say that there was something else better that came out that year i'm sorry everything everywhere all at once you're not the best picture of the year That best picture should encompass box office grosses. It should it, it should be the ensemble, the production, everything that brought it to the screen. We're talking about Tom Cruise who fought through fire and COVID <laughs> to, <laughs> to bring that picture to the screen. You know what I mean? And he's got proof. <laughs> it's yeah. like a wrapped picture, like a wrapped picture. We're talking about audio and... Sp- Sorry, special special effects and everything done for two mm-hmm. whole years in the tuck. Like you just yeah. had it. Okay, now we can't release it this year. Well, then we're not releasing it this year. That's right. Like this is the man. Yeah, he avoided dropping it on streamers. Yeah, because he knew it was a theatrical experience. Mm-hmm. Like, like I I agree with you there, hundred percent. Top everywhere. Gun. For me, everywhere not hit like it does in the movies. Hell no, 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 yeah, no. not at all. Till I get a cinema in my house, Top Gun is not hitting. Jeez. Man, I hope to God that foundation is settled before you set that off. I won't be sad. I am. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad if Top Gun wins Best Picture. Me Put that out there right now. Neither. It needs to. It is the best picture of the year. That's like the 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 the, the what's his face that that Cinderella bloody what's his face story be? Yeah, that Cinderella movie story about that little tiny movie that well not tiny movie but that that little movie that the movie that could. It was it was kind of the biggest movie yeah, <laughs> in the spite of. But yeah, I get I get what you mean. Like it yeah. wasn't supposed to get the success that it got. No. Mm. Like, it was built to, but it shouldn't have been as critically acclaimed as it was. I think, yeah, hopefully people don't forget about that when they're voting and shit. Oh, they probably have. 
They'll go for that artsy bullshit. Fuck. True. Triangle of sadness. Let's get sad. How can we make everybody feel sad? <laughs> Who's died, motherfuckers? <laughs> Imagine hitting someone that you don't understand sadness like. <laughs> Pain. Turmoil. <laughs> Was part of that. <laughs> so for our final piece of news, quickly and very exciting as well, Shrinking has been renewed for a second season. Thank God. Fucking A. I thought this was an eight episode run. It's ten mm. for this first season. I thought it was only eight. I thought that was still going with the classic eight. The hateful eight. Yeah. So they're going to have They're going to have Lasso and this out at the same time? Yeah. Apple's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want it, but they, they want them to fight for the one and two spots. Yeah. It's on different days though. So there it right. is. But you know, for the weekly, you know, they're like hottest shows this week. Yeah. But Lasso and Shrinking, like Lasso is still number two yeah. at the moment. So people are catching up and whatnot. Yeah. And we, we got a massive void to fill after tomorrow anyway. That's true. There's something else starting. On HBO? No, not on HBO. <laughs> we're going to have a lot because we're going to have Lasso, the last couple of episodes of Shrinking, mm. Yellow Jackets. Yep. All leading up to Citadel. <laughs> yeah. I got Bel-Air. Bel-Air. I got What's-His-Face. New season of uh, Power starts next. What is the date next week? 19th. Nice. Next week. He's going to have some watch watch. New season. Uh, I've got what's his face. I'm watching as well. Wu Tang. Like I got, I got like, we got some watch. Yeah. You got plenty. Like there, there is a watch <laughs> out there. I could, you know, take a little break. Got little movies in there as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. Next three weeks are going to be uh, ramping kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. Ramping. No hell of movies. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> No, so that's it for all of our news and developments. Mm. Nice. All right, let's get into our thoughts. Uh, we got episode seven of Shrinking. Was it episode eight? This is episode eight. Eight, yes. Mm. This is episode eight. Yeah. A very, very good episode. Mm. Very funny. Very, very cool. Mm. Um, this one was, it was very pole-centric, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Yes. Or no. It was Jimmy. It was Jimmy. So it was the the, the, the fallout of the daughter yeah. finding out. <clears throat> yeah, finding out the, that uh, him and uh, what's her face was was getting it on. Yeah, him and Gabby. Him and Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. It was also the um, fallout of of Paul sort of telling his daughter he's not moving out there. And, yeah. 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 Kind of being emotionally blocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not being able to kind of reach out and explain his side of things because she's kind of put a wall up now. Mm. Yeah. Oh, solid episode. Yeah. The um, dealt with the, what's his face? Yeah, setting boundaries and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the boundaries was the big, the big uh, theme in this episode. Yeah. Mm. For me... Like, the show teaches you something new every week. So this week for me, they talked about don't be afraid to set a boundary even if you fucked up for the last 12 months. Yeah. Even if if you're in, like, a position where you're, like, like you're on watch. Hmm. Like, you can still set boundaries. Even if you're compromised, you can still set boundaries. Yeah. 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 I dug it, man. I really, really dug it. Yeah. Performances were on point. Um, I can't remember what happened with Sean. They went to the art gallery went to and the art like, gallery, yeah. it was the um, Gabby's ex-husband's yeah. thing. And uh, Gabby was, it was uh, that was weird because Gabby's like, I want, I'm here to support him because I know that he relapses after because he's so nervous yeah. during an exhibition. So she's here for the ex-husband. But it looks like the ex-husband's like, he's flourishing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But Gabby's kind of like, why do I not feel good for him now? Mm. Like now he's choosing to be the best version of himself once the relationships ended. Which was wild. Mm. I was like, it's it's a good point because like, but at the same time on his side, a breakup, especially when you're broken up with, is like the perfect pre-workout drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that glow up, I feel, is kind of justified. You know what I mean? It's funny in in that sense, (laughs) right? Because she expected him to be like, what, just coked out and everything and she was the best thing, like, you know, just, like, what did she expect? Like, why why would she, why would she expect that and want that from, from her ex-partner otherwise, other, other than like, you know, to see him flourishing and all that sort of stuff, right? Like, that's right. Because it it means that the breakup was the best thing to happen to him and she was the problem. So then she's like, this big mirror kind of opens up for her. Mm. Because that's the reason why it wasn't, because she was like weighing him down. Yeah. But what was crazy is that at the end of the episode, um, he's talking about this art piece that he did called The Muse. And the muse, he says, is dedicated to his now partner. <clears throat> and Gabby's like, oh, no, it's not. Let's not get it, like, all fucked up. That painting is of me. Mm. And then <laughs> pulls out proof of, like, a bowl that she has on her shoulder. Mm. And it was crazy on the ex-husband Nico's part that he would go, like, I'm dedicating this to you. But obviously it's for Gabby. You know what I mean? So him processing his hurt and and trying to move on is about like sort of continually using the past as his um, his inspiration. inspiration. Yeah. <clears throat> but the, then the lording pain. that on the new partner. Yeah. So the the picture was called Muse on Couch. Yeah. Yeah. And G- Gabby said it's about her. Yeah. And everyone's like, and then when he says, nah, it's about my new partner. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously Gabby. Mm. So there's like, there's a lot of truths that have to kind of be faced in that moment. And Gabby personifies that whole lesson of even if you're in a lesser position, there's no doubt she'd be feeling the guilt of breaking up with him and, and divorcing him, mm. but then still setting the boundary. of. <laughs> yeah. She's great, man. Like, I don't, I kind of don't want this to end in two weeks. I'm hoping yeah. they're just like, you know what? We've already shot that second season and uh, <laughs> it comes out after Lasso. So. <laughs> <laughs> that Brett Goldstein would be busy. Like, he'd be booked and busy just from an Apple perspective. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. My man. Yeah. Roy Kent. <laughs> He's here. Um, but- He's there. He's every fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it, man. The Ted Lasso double up next week. Or this week, sorry. This week, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah. and then Friday. Australia yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. That's that weird that is a Tuesday. It's it'd be a Tuesday in the US, yeah? Yeah. Tuesday and Thursday. I think we got the better days, to tell you the truth. I think so, too. That breaks up the week nicely. Nicely. Because mm. Last of Us Monday, this on the on the Wednesday, Ted Lasso on the Wednesday, Lasso. and then Shrinking on the... Yeah. But I always thought that Lasso was a Friday show. That's when I used to watch it. I thought initially it was a Friday show. Yeah. Maybe they're changing it up. Maybe they got some yeah. more shit coming, actually. I think so too. At Apple? Hmm. Apple been busy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's a wrap on all the news and reviews that we have for you at this time. We'll be back on Wednesday where we're talking Last of Us. We're talking Man. Sorry, Thursday. We're talking Last of Us. We're talking Mando. Talking Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Talking Ted Lasso. 
it is going to be a very packed Thursday show, so make sure that you're you're strapped in. A lot of talk. Strapped on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, and and you're like you're subscribed. You know what I mean. So um, check in with our social media pages: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, TikTok, Round the Clock, and YouTube. Smash that like button, all that good stuff. Support our mm. show. It means a lot to us, and it helps us get more opportunities to kind of get into spaces that, you know, we're not really supposed to be in sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But we appreciate all the same. <laughs> we appreciate it all the same, goddamn. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, love yourself. Love movies. Vape more, smoke less, and wash your ass. But gel. I'll be back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Hold on to your butts.